Howdy kids, hold on to your hats, grab your test tubes, and get ready for some action science, because today we are going to be talking about Atomic Robo! Hi everybody, this is John Forrester with Out of Character, and we are going to be discussing the Atomic Robo role-playing game from Evil Hat Productions today. For those of you who are not familiar with Atomic Robo or Evil Hat or any of that good stuff, I'll give them a quick little workup. Atomic Robo is an independent comic book. It is produced by an independent company. It's not like Marvel or DC or any of that good stuff. Uh, the guys who work on that are, you've got Ryan Clevenger, Scott Wigener, and Lee Black. The art is also is by uh, Mr. Wegener. I'm sorry if I'm saying his name incorrectly. I apologize. Atomic Robo is one of those, I think like, uh, like old pulp action comics from... Uh, like, like the World War Two, World War One era. You had stuff like, it, it wasn't traditional superheroes, it was stuff like, uh, you had like the Shadow and the Phantom, you know, men, men of mystery. They would always kind of have like low level superpowers and they, Hellboy is also a great example. It's not, Hellboy kind of captures the feel of a pulp comic with a lot more of, uh, a lot more guts, a lot more fisticuffs than some of those older ones would throw around. It's also a lot like Indiana Jones, if you like Indiana Jones. and It uses a slightly modified version of the Fate system by Evil Hat. If you're not familiar with Fate, uh, please check out some of our other podcasts. We did a whole bunch of stuff about Fate because I really do like that system. If you're new to Fate, if you're new to the system, this is a great way to get started. It's a little more complicated than Fate Accelerated, but not too, too much. So what is Atomic Robo? Well, basically, Atomic Robo is a, he's an android, he's kind of a very, he's a very, uh, 1940s-esque fellow, you know, big glowing eyes, not, not built to really, he's built of like human form, but doesn't really look human at all. He is one of the creations of the so-called Tesla tech that sparked off a war of super science that continues to wage on to this very day. This is a world that science rules completely. Uh, there is no magic. There's even a big section about how basically it goes with the idea that magic is just very advanced science that we don't understand yet. So if you're looking for something, if you're a person who is rooted in the sciences, if you want something a bit more grounded, uh, you know, you don't want all that magic wiggity jig flopping around, then this is a, a good system for you for sure. Um, there are some really cool factions in here and uh, they play a big role in it. So before we dive into that, uh, basically... The system revolves around you are going to be usually playing as a group of super scientists. What is super science? Well, super science is basically think of like Indiana Jones. Uh, you know, yes, he spends his time down in his boring little office with the, uh, the, you know, the boiler and all that good stuff, but he's usually off in the field punching Nazis in the mouth and, you know, recovering lost, lost arcs and all that great stuff. And that's the kind of thing that this system really glorifies is you are going to be playing some of you are going to be playing super scientists, you know, uh, you're a scientist, but maybe you're a bit more engaged in the fisticuff stuff than, you know, meticulously dusting off ancient archaeological discoveries. You can do both. Um, you do see uh, a lot of stuff with Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla. They play a big part in this. Um, one of the major factions in this world is a company called Tesla Nine, which is this huge corporation. They have offices all over the world. They were founded in the 40s after the death of Nikola Tesla. Basically, it was an idea that existed, and then Atomic Robo came back from the war, and it became a, a proper organization. And they kind of sprung up because you had all this weird super technology coming up after World War II, because Atomic Robo basically came on the scene, 
and, you know, he helped win the war, then they saw that and they wanted to make technology to, you know, counter, uh, everyone wanted to have their own version of Atomic Robo. So Tesladyne is a big one, it's what Robo works with, and uh, it's usually a good choice. You also have Majestic 12, which is like a top secret uh, American organization. They were founded under President Truman and also in the 40s, basically as a defense against Tesla tech. They're kind of like the men in black. That, that's the way I would kind of think of them. Department Zero, which is a collection of Soviet projects. You have the undead version of Thomas Edison, who's floating around trying to take everything over. Uh, you have the big science or science, super, science team Super 5, which is like the Japanese team. And you have Helsingard, which is basically like a group of arms dealers falling into super science. There's a lot of really interesting characters in the world. I don't want to delve too, too much into that just because, you know, I don't want to spoil things for you. If you haven't read the Atomic Robo comics, they're really fun. Definitely give them a, give them a look. I just want to kind of talk about the, the guts of this system a bit and really dive into what, what can you do here. It is a very, uh, Fate's a very fun system. I really do enjoy it. I, I know I say that a lot, but it's a great system to adapt and make things. And I love that in a, in a thing like this because you, you have the option to make, like, you can make, like, a super scientist where it's like, you know, uh, my character is a scientist, and he, you know, he's an archaeologist, and he's you know kind of Indiana Jones. You can do that; that's not a problem. And that character's made, and you can be playing in a few minutes. But if you want to do something like a bit more complicated, or you know, a little different, a little more original, you can build a lot of really fun custom characters uh, that are very interesting. Uh, they give some really cool examples in the book of just things you can you can make without too much difficulty. Like the example they give in the book, somebody made, they made Violet, who is a cybernetically enhanced, super intelligent gorilla. I love that stuff. There's other cool things they give examples of, like you could make like robots, psychic. But it gives you a lot of really interesting ideas if you want to do something a little more complicated. Like it gives you like robots, dinosaurs, psychics, mutants, pilots, secret agents, reporters, all kind of cool, weird things. I love the idea of playing a reporter, like, uh, back in, like, the, uh, you know, the investigative reporter, you know, they always had, like, the little flip, the little, uh, old, old pile, like, uh, flip pad, and they'd be, like, writing, what's the word, chief, you know? And they always, like, have to, like, be safe, like, it was, like, like, the, the old version of Superman and Lois Lane, like, Lois Lane would go in, and she'd find, like, the weapon smugglers, and Superman would fly in to smash through the roof, beat the heck out of all the guys, and then they'd just go off. There's a, a couple of things I really, really do like that they do here quite well. It's one of those systems that shines because Fate is always, they, they always kind of adapt Fate to suit the, the, the world that they're running in. And, um, they did that here too. Um, they've made some changes to how skills work and how kind of everything breaks down. When you're choosing your character, you're going to kind of mess with the idea of what, what do you want to be good at? Certain things fall into different categories. Like you have, you know, your, your physical skills your uh, combat skills, uh, your focus, you know, are you focused, what are you focused on, what areas are you really good at, and what things do you maybe have some deficiencies in. Um, so you have action skills, which are athletics, combat, notice, physique, provoke, and vehicles. So athletics is exactly what it sounds like, you know, running, jumping, climbing. Combat is, you know, punching guys, that sort of thing. Notice is, you know, are you good at, do you pick up on things quickly? You walk into a room, you notice that the floor is all scraped up, like someone's been dragging this chair back and forth. This chair is like maybe, uh, you know, some, oh, there's blood on the floor. Like these, these KGB guys, uh, have just shot somebody in here and like dropped them through a trap door on the floor or something. 
Physique is just, you know, you're a big guy or you're very tough and you can just take a lot of abuse. Provoke is, can you, are you Harry, you know, are you somebody who can take people off and kind of get a lot of reaction? Vehicles is your driving ability. And those are the action skills. Banter is mostly inter- interacting with people. Um, you have like contacts, uh, deceive, empathy, provoke, rapport, and will. Uh, there's intrigue, which is a little bit of both. It's kind of more it's like the spy skills. So you have athletics, burglary, contacts, deceive, notice, and stealth. And there's also science, um, which is notice, will, and all sciences. So if you take science, you're going to know some science. You can specialize in certain kinds of science, but generally if you have science, you're kind of a catch-all. Um, you know, yes, you can specialize and you probably will want to specialize over time. I love that it introduces like, you know, your character is specializing in science. You're in a super science team. It makes sense that somebody is going to, you know, who's like, I'm an, you know, I'm an engineer. I may not be an expert on biology, but I learned some biology while I was in, you know, Tesladyne, you know, learning Annex. Some of the other things in here that I really like, I like how they, it's, it's got great artwork. I love how they, uh, they use artwork to explain all the concepts of fate and, you know, how the aspects work. And it gives you a really cool, it gives you a cool little peek into the world of Atomic Robo. I have never actually read the, the Atomic Robo books. I keep looking at them, and I love the artwork, and I love the idea of it. And it's just mostly a limit of, of, of time, money. and. But I really do want to sit down after reading this, just because it does such a great idea of presenting the world that you're, you're, you're playing with and what, what all you're going to do with it. Just to give you an idea... There, there's these things called weird modes. These are basically like where we were talking about you have your modes of like you know, action and uh, science and all that. You have different skills like uh, beast mode. You are a powerful animal of the wild, feral and untamed. So like you'd have athletics, notice, physique, provoke, tooth and claw. So you can customize these. You can make something that is unique to your character. Um, maybe you want to make a martial artist or, a, you know, like you said before, you do a mutant. Uh, there's all these really interesting things. It gets into uh, kind of how you can adapt and make something more and more interesting. Uh, telepaths and spirits and warbots and just all this really cool stuff. If you've ever played Fate, you, you will be able to get into this system very, very quickly. There's a few changes, but it's nothing dire. It's nothing that you're not going to be able to kind of roll along with and, and come to grips with before too long. I would say... If you've played Fate Accelerated, you can probably be running in the, and playing in this game in a few minutes. It's not too much. It's not too different. If you played Fate Core, some changes just in terms of the modes and uh, the customization and just the world. I think uh, learning how the world works uh, because you're always going to have characters who maybe want to play, you know, like a like a Mandrake the Magician type character. And you can go with that idea if you want to allow magic in that world and just like he's su- use super advanced science, like, you know, the Weather Wizard or um, Abracadabra from the Flash comics. You know, those guys kind of, well, Abracadabra was used to say he was magic, but it was really just future tech originally. So you could run with that idea. I love the idea of, uh, of things like this because it's all about like, yes, there's going to be, you know, big action scenes and shooting and running around and jumping over rooftops with a robot and a dinosaur uh, they're they're fighting a, uh, a a giant mutated cockroach, but it's also got a cool thing of like learning, and it kind of like makes science a lot makes science very very you know it, come, it brings science to the forefront of it. It's not something that's like well science is important. You're going to go in the back room, and we're never going to hear from you again. So you definitely get to play around with it and see you know what you can do and how you can apply your scientific expertise to a scenario. What sort of things you can do. There's this whole concept of, like, brainstorming, which is, um, you know, 
you're confronted with like a, a really weird, a weird scientific phenomenon that you don't know how to deal with. And you have to figure out very quickly, like, how do we begin to solve this weirdness? And the example it gives here is like, uh, you know, they encounter giant ants and they have to figure out some way to get these ants shrunk down. I would definitely suggest uh, sitting down with Atomic Robo, their RPG, checking it out and giving it a good try. It is a very, very fun adaptation of the Fate system. There are a lot of, uh, like, if you wanted to do something even with like uh like i wouldn't recommend it necessarily but you know if you want to do something that's inspired by the the old pulp books uh if you look if you're you have a group of players who like love doing things in like a cthulhu world cthulhu like the cold cthulhu games are like very similar they have like a pulp feel but they're very involved in the whole world of magic so this is kind of like strip away the magic and replace it with science and run with it and run with like the weird stuff like hellboy and indiana jones and um it has a it, i keep thinking of big guy and rusty the boy robot every time i look at this which isn't surprising considering it has robots it just has that you know like come on old chum and then like i i love games like that because it's such a fun system it doesn't really um it never makes you feel like you're working very hard to understand it or have fun with it it does a great job of introducing people to the world of Atomic Robo in a very, very positive light. A nice stepping stone for somebody who is getting into Fate as well, because to me, it's like you, you, you start off with like Fate Accelerated because it's very quick, very easy to understand. You can paint almost any world with Fate Accelerated without too much effort on your part. And then from there, you can either go into Fate Core and build your own unique world, or you can, you know, go to some of the secondary Fate System books. And Atomic Grub was great because, yes, this was a very involved, complex world of, you know, the, the books and everything going on. But, you know, if you want to go pick up the books and get a better idea of what's going on, great. And support the comics, support the artists, all that good stuff. But you can pick up this book and it gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on as well. If you're interested in Atomic Robo, I would say definitely, again, give it a, give it a shot. It's, it's fun. It's unique. It captures something that I think you people can have a lot of fun with. Those books, like uh, all the old pulp books, like Spirit and um, The Shadow, people had fun with those. There's there's nothing wrong with that. There's a reason that like uh, things like Hellboy are so popular and they still have that audience. It's because it's just it's an enjoyable experience and it's it's a good tabletop experience as well because you have a group of very different players working together to achieve a goal um you know we have a one player who's going to be oh he's a he's a scientist okay uh we have our pilot who's responsible for shuttling the part shuffling you know shuttling he's a he's a tesla dyne pilot we have him on retainer he's here to chauffeur you guys around the world as you're doing all this weird science and we have our magma man who we found at the center of a volcano years ago and he's kind of our fisticuff guy, and we're going to send him out. We're doing a geothermal experiment, and we want to see if there's, you know, we discovered there may be a magma event that leads to the center of the world, and there may be intelligent life down there. And we're sending a Tesla 9 crew. That's the kind of thing you can do with this system. It's, uh, it allows for an incredible amount of creativity, and it's you can do a whole bunch with it, and I think it's very open-ended. And it gives you the structure that I think that new players will appreciate because it gives them something to build on and it gives you the freedom that older more experienced players who have been playing for longer will enjoy because it doesn't you know chain you down you can run with it and go in a number of very very different directions uh again great deal of fun uh, i always enjoy fake games 
I really appreciate the folks at Evil Hat giving me a chance to do a review for them for this one. Until next time, guys, that is going to be it for today. I appreciate you all listening. As I said the last time that I did the podcast, we are going to be doing a new feature here. The city that has the most listens for out of character. So the city that we are going to be spending out a special thank you to is going to be Spanway, Washington. So if you live in Spanway, Washington and you listen to the podcast, we appreciate you very much. Thank you. If you live in another city and you listen to the podcast, we appreciate you as well. And, you know, hopefully you will get recognized on a future podcast. Until next time, guys, play more games, have fun, do some action science, and 